0: Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Greetings, 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 Mr. Mike here at RichKeep.com with a Better Sundays podcast. It is so good to have you here. Welcome to our studios here in beautiful Wyoming. We have uh, springtime here in the Rockies for a change, and it's, uh, it's beautiful. Probably be snowing by tomorrow, but uh, it's good to have you here. I trust uh, this is being recorded. I trust you all had a wonderful Easter. Uh, we are the day after Easter here now when we're uh, doing this recording this podcast usually goes out on Mondays and this is uh, uh, another one of those awesome Mondays after a great Easter. Um, we had tremendous services, uh, tremendous uh, outreach stuff before. Uh, won't go into all those details right now. Uh, but you can probably check it out though if you go to our Reaching Young Families group on Facebook. Uh, we got a video on there of, of some of the things that happened. Just an amazing thing. All sorts of first-time visitors on Sunday and we're just uh, grateful. So, But we're grateful that you are here uh, to get some more focused, practical, and usable advice. And what we're talking about today is some information, kind of strategy for effective greeters to really make sure your greeters are effective. And there's a there's a problem that the church has. It's inherent in a in a really good church that sometimes can sort of be the two-edged sword. It's so good in one way and it's bad in the other way. And that's what we're gonna talk about uh, with this strategy, the one that we call no friends until noon. Let me repeat that again. No friends until noon. Now, this is kind of a sort of a in-your-face, kind of a harsh-sounding uh, type of thing. When we give this out, it is uh, taught uh, to our people, uh, just our internal people. We'll, we'll go through that in, in just a little bit. But um, it is just a a powerful, powerful statement that really helps us combat sort of a problem that happens in our church. And that is churches... Awesome. I mean, you probably love your church. I love my church. Those my best friends are at the church, and when we get to church, lots of times we just spend time talking to our best friends. And when we are doing that, and someone brand new walks in the door, and they can't even break through and get into the conversation, or they see our little holy huddle there, and they just kind of walk away or or don't uh, feel they don't fit in, uh, that is not a good thing. So it's the downside of great fellowship is that sometimes we can exclude those that need to come into that circle and begin to get that great fellowship. They need to come to know the Lord. They need to come to love the local church. They need to come to love all the people there and serving there. And when they come to church and they're gonna talk all about the great things they did and the service they had and the Bible study they had and the verse they found and all the counsel they gave each other, all that they're gonna talk about all that stuff. But when a guest comes, they don't have any of that. They don't have hardly any connection in the spiritual sense to a local church. So what we need to make sure that we do is we shift our thinking for a short amount of time when people are walking in the door. And and by the way, we're unabashedly and unashamed to be a invite- People to church, kind of church. Uh, I know some people uh, that just don't ever invite anyone to church, and the church is only, you know, for believers. Now, I understand the concept there, what you're talking about. Technically, the church is made up of believers, but I'm talking about the people who attend church. And our church doors are open to the public, and I'm sure yours are too. And that means that people can come from from the public and, and are, will inquire. It is a place where they can come and learn, and they may be seeing somebody, or they've had a disaster in their life, or their children are falling apart, their family's a mess, and they're like, I'm not sure what to do with our life, but I know that those people that go to that building, you know, two or three times a week, they got something different, and we're going to go down to that building and see what's going on. We invite people to church, And that's a very, very important uh, part of what we're doing. So if, if we invite them, we expect them to come. We've talked about expecting guests to come. They come to church, then we need to start to minister to them. That's when the work begins. And you just can't disciple people if they don't show up. I mean, that's the bottom line. I know a lot of churches talk about, you know, their spiritual health and discipling and growing people, but you can't grow them if they're not there. And so that is one of the functions that we really believe in. Now, I'm all for radio ministry. I'm for track handing out. I'm for door knocking and visiting out in the community. All those things are super important. I'm for missions overseas and all all of those things. But I'm also for my local church, and I am here to reach the people of my community and to uh, to to bring them into this environment uh, where they can start to grow and. And be nurtured and, and where there's an environment for a husband and a wife and for children all together at the same time. Many times, radio ministries, door knocking ministries, whatever, you're you're ministering to an individual, which is great, but we need to minister to the entire family and the local church is a place where, you know, someone can come in, a family can come in and the lady can be ministered to in one area, the guy can be ministered to by the guys, the children can get children stuff, the the baby can even learn lessons in the nursery and great things can happen so I'm so excited about this kind of stuff. And so we want to, or we created a a, a set of greeters, people to greet our our people. And we really have all our people to be greeters. It needs to be part of your your DNA. But we want those greeters to be effective. And so one of the things we have to combat is one of the problems that we have is that we all love to talk to each other and fellowship so much that sometimes we can exclude people. We get so inward, it kind of, we sort of end up being kind of a closed group. And then, uh, you know, guests, don't kind of come and they they don't uh, they don't return because they don't feel welcomed and then then we kind of like validate if we're not careful we kind of go validate well yeah we're but we're fellowship and we're doing great and the local church is awesome and we're so unique and then we, it all that turns all to the inward focused which then turns into the closed group which then no one comes back I mean it's just a it's a cycle that needs to be broken, and this little statement that we have, no friends until noon, is kind of a, and I'll tell you how to tell it and when to tell it, um, but it is kind of a in-your-face kind of hard-hitting phrase uh, that we have to use often over and over and over again and remind our people that there's something special going to happen uh, this on Sunday morning, and that's when in America, and North America, and uh, most of Western Christianity, people come to church uh, in that type of environment. They come on a Sunday morning. So here's a few things that we do. First of all, this phrase, the, the no friends until noon, it is not something that like you publish and put out on Facebook. And, you know, pu- you know, it is definitely an inward, an internal, I should say, an internal phrase. You talk to your specific people. And what we do is we have a VIP meeting every Sunday morning uh, when all our staff and all our admin people and all our Sunday school teachers and all our greeters and All our security folks meet about 45 minutes before the service, and we have a huddle, you know, and that's the place where we can talk, and we can fellowship, and we can be close, and and we do some of that, but at that meeting, we say, listen, in just a few moments when we're dismissed from this, when we go out to battle stations here, there's going to be people coming in, and we need to make sure that we take our friendship with each other, and we set that aside until noon, until, you know, one o'clock, whenever when people start leaving. Uh, But we want to set that aside because you're going to be my friend all day long. You're going to be my friend all week long. You're going to be my friend all the time. But for a few hours, I'm going to set that aside and I am going to be friends with a new family that walks in. I'm going to be friends with a new group of people uh, that come, a, a friend of a friend that comes, whoever. I'm going to take time to welcome guests and talk to them. Now, when you start to get ready for this and start to talk about this, you you may not have a lot of guests that come, but you still need to train your people to be ready for when guests do come. That you are knowing what you're doing. So, uh, and and I tell my people, I said, there's going to be times. When I will be talking to you and there's not a no guests have walked in the door yet and I'm, you know, pastor and I'm hitting there talking to somebody, I'm counseling and yakking with somebody, and we're just kind of, you know, talking, going through some good stuff, and I see a new family walk in the door, I tell my people ahead of time, if I walk away from you in, you know, mid conversation, um, please forgive me. But I am going fishing. There's a family just walked in the door. I'm gonna welcome them. I'm gonna make sure the mom knows where the nursery is and the dad knows where the Sunday school is and they can get the kids there and and you know welcome them and tell them hey have a cup of coffee and here's you know here's how things work. I'm gonna do that. I'll catch up with you again, my friend. I'll be back to you in a moment. I'm not being rude. I'm just having a priority. And so we have this internal only discussion about this. It's very important. Your people understand that on Sunday morning, that's what we're going to do. You you do that at an early type meeting so everybody knows. And we remind them over and over and over again. We talk about this all the time so people know. And then we just let them know that the guests are number one for this moment. There's that moment when they walk in the door. It is such a first impression time. Now, when someone comes in the door, they're, as, as a new guest, think about this. They walk in the door. They've never been there before. We had several of them yesterday, never been in. They're kind of looking around, wandering around trying to figure out what's going on. They need someone there to say, good morning, good to have you here. I'm Pastor Mike, and here's my wife, and introduce them to somebody. And, uh, you know, all of those uh, techniques So we've talked about some of those things where you you welcome them, you kind of connect with them in one way or another, you introduce them to somebody else so that there's kind of the triangle, you kind of got three sets of voices going now, but you do all that. But you let your people know that guests are number one and that you are going to do that and that that we'll be friends again after, after church is all over and the last person walks out the door, hey, we're going to talk and get back to some of our fellowship and talk about about doctrine and talk about this and that. But we're gonna take that three, two or three or four hours on a Sunday morning and we're gonna dedicate that towards outsiders, the people that have no voice, they have no fellowship, they don't have what we have. And we need to to, to start them on that pathway. You know, we, we want them to come to know the Lord. We want them to be saved. We want them to turn into great, you know, givers and disciples and mission-minded and all that. Well, it's going to all start when they walk in the front door, there's going to be a first time in the front door and I'm going to be ready for that. And I'm going to take part in that. And I'm going to be a blessing to that. Now, I hope that this is, you know, focused enough for you and practical enough for you and, and and something that is usable that you can do. So meet with your people and you can do this through, you know, internal emails and talk, you know, no friends till noon. Um, you can do it in person, however you want to do it, but it's the idea of working with your your innermost people, your innermost circle, and letting them know, hey for the next several hours on a Sunday morning, we are going to dedicate ourselves to do this. It reminds me of like evangelism events if like you uh or here's, here's a real simple one and and I've talked about this the other day um if you want to reach young families, you got to do young family kind of things. So lots of times when we run VBS, we'll go down to the local uh, baseball field and all the young families are down there and they're all, you know, the kids are playing little league and we go around and hand out flyers to everybody. And so our goal is, you know, day five, four or five, you go down there and it's like, I'll spread out. Let's all hand out flyers to everybody and, and invite them to vacation Bible school it starts next week or whatever. And you're talking to young parents, you're talking to kids, you're giving them flyers and all that. That only works if you all spread out. If we all stood in the middle and talked about, hey, our, how great our VBS was and how great our flyers are, look how pretty the artwork is, look at all the nice stuff, and we just stood in the in and never really got out, it wouldn't work. It's the same thing on a Sunday morning. It's like evangelism just right in your building, except for some people just need to walk away from their conversation, walk away from a friendship for a little bit, walk away from kind of the holy huddle that sometimes happens, and walk to those new people. And this is not just first-time guests. These would be people who came back a second time, be someone who is in need, someone who is struggling, Uh, reach out to those folks and counsel. This is all the Titus-type stuff where the young Women talk to the young women, and the men talk to the men, and they minister. All of that needs to happen, and it can happen on a Sunday morning. That's where it starts. Now, if you go deeper than that, you'll get them to midweek Bible studies and other things like that, but it has to start somewhere. And it starts with this idea of having an effective strategy for your greeters, and, and which is really everybody in your church, but start with just your greeters and give them over and over and over that powerful phrase. No friends until noon. So give that to them and help them. It'd be kind of like, say, sort of provocative at first, but it is a great way they remember it You'll remember it. And for two or three hours on a Sunday morning, you dedicate yourself towards reaching out to new people uh, that are coming in the door or hurting people that have just uh, shown back up. So anyway, that is for you. That is one of our strategy statements, one of the most powerful ones we use in our ministry here at Sinclair Baptist. We're so glad that you are able to join us here for the Better Sundays podcast. Uh, Do me a favor and mash that like button or hit the share button there and send that thing off uh, to somebody We've got a great listenership growing here, and you are a part of it, and I am so thankful uh, for you being involved. So uh, from the studios here in Sinclair, Wyoming, I'm going to check out and say God bless you. You guys have a wonderful day, and keep on reaching out to the people of your community and give them the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless. We'll see you next week.